0: Team, a big round of applause. Stand to your feet. <clears throat> God is good. Amen. Oh, praise God today. Amen. So good to be here today, seeing God work, what he's going to do. What is God going to do, Pastor Mark? He's going to move that mountain. He's going to move that mountain in your life today. Exodus 14, got your Bible? I came into God's house today to tell you that today is your day. How many need to hear that today, that today is your day? How many had a rough yesterday? A rough week, a rough month. Sometimes it's so rough you need somebody to say that today is your day. (laughs) Today is your day because some days we just don't want to get out of bed. Some days we just don't want to come. Some days we just feel like we're just, just going through the motions and why should I even try? But today is your day. That's good news, folks. Matter of fact, that's great news. Somebody ought to take that to heart today. Somebody ought to get excited today that today is your day. Exodus 14, verse 13. Moses answered, the people said, Do not be afraid. Stand firm, for you will see the deliverance of the Lord. He will bring it to you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you All you will need to do is to be still. God said to tell you that today is a day of victory for you. That whatever's been over the top of you will be under your feet from now on. God said that He's going to deal a death blow to the enemy. What's been plaguing your life, what's been digging at your heels, what's been riding on your back, what's been breathing down your neck is going to stop today. I watched my friend Cody Leger almost die last week. They didn't even give him no hope, but he declared victory. And, and, and he's going through major medical stuff, and he's declaring victory. We're going through petty stuff, and we're allowing the enemy to destroy us over petty stuff. Touch three people say, quit letting the petty stuff bother you. You're not touching somebody. I'm coming to touch you. Don't let the petty stuff bother you. There's people going through some major stuff right now. And there's people out there right now that really need us to pray and focus and and, and cry out to God and intercede for them. Where We're so busy fighting over the petty stuff, the little stuff, the stuff that ain't going to matter next month. My friend lay dying in a hospital. He don't even have his colon anymore. They're hoping that they can rebuild it and put it back inside of his body. But he has faith and he's claiming victory. Why not us do that today? Why not this be our day? God said to tell you today that what's been over your head is going to be under your feet. I love this this whole thing. This whole thing about the Egyptians, and I love the fact that, that 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 people are coming and they're and they're trying to destroy. And the word Egyptian means enemy. I mean, no, the enemy wants to destroy and kill you. He wants to get your family. He wants to get your children. He'll do anything he can. He's planting seeds right now to destroy you. He's setting things up. He says, "Well, if I can get him to go over here and do this, I know later on I can get him to do that." If I can get her to go back over here and go to the nightclub tonight, I'll have her every night. we got to watch out for the enemy. If I can get my old buddies to come back around, if I can get my old guys to come back around, I'll just hang out with them. Everything will be cool. Let me say, I, i got a brother in my church right now that could stand up and give a testimony. Going to one party over at one friend's house nearly killed him. And he was walking with the Lord for a lot of years. The Egyptians you see today, you will no longer see again. Egyptian means enemy. I I don't know what the Egyptian means for you today. I don't know what the enemy is trying to do to you today. Maybe it could be sickness. Anybody going through some sickness right now? I went to the hospital yesterday and prayed for Miss Augusta's sister. She was restless. She was fidgety. I said, my peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Not as this world gives you, calm down. Calm down. She's sick. She don't know what tomorrow holds. When we don't know what tomorrow holds in our health, we need to hold the hand of the one who holds tomorrow. When when, when the doctor gives us a bad report, we never give it back to him. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to have victory. I'm not going to take this. I go for cancer surgery to get this cancer off of me tomorrow morning. And and the doctor said, well, there's a 35% chance it's coming back. I said, I'll I'll gladly stay in the 65% then. I'm not going to go over here with with the 35. I don't know what the Egyptian means to you today. It could be financial trouble. Anybody going through some financial trouble this morning? You don't know where your next meal is coming from. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, oh, I can't have what I want. I'm talking about where's your next meal coming from? How am I going to get to work this week? I, I, I don't know if I got enough gas to get to A to B, to B to A. I don't know how I can how I can get this done for my daughter. She's got homecoming. She got prompts. She got things she's up again. How in the world am I going to make it? How can I get all my responsibilities done? I, I'm having financial trouble. The enemy is throwing that financial trouble at you. But you can have victory in your finances today. Someone's like, you're talking to me, preacher. I'm broke today. I'm hurting today. I crawled up into this church because I needed to hear that God's going to rescue my finances today. God sees what's in your bank account. God sees what's in your billfold. And God said to his children, say his children, his children will not do without. Oh, glory to God, that's good news today. He said his children will not do without. His children should be lenders and not borrowers. Oh, that's good news. Enemy, go back away from my finances right now in Jesus' mighty name. How many know it's important to pray over your finances? What you do with your money? <laughs> somebody hear me this morning say amen, amen. it's important I, I just want to see if you'll say it on your own from now on how many know it's important to pray over your money your finances what you do where you go the bible talks about that todd jordan you've been through dave Ramsey's financial peace you know what that peace brings when you're doing the right things I don't know what your enemy is today. Maybe it could be a family trial. Maybe it could be a trial with an ex-husband or a trial with an ex-wife, a turmoil. And you're like, Lord, help me. My family is in trouble. These things that are coming against me. Lord, the Egyptian, the enemy, I need it to stop right now. I talked to someone the other day. They go every week to see their kids. But the ex don't show up. Every week they go to, to be in their spot because the court said to be in your spot. The judge said, be right here. Do right here. And the other person ain't allowing them to see their kids. And they're like, man, I'm going through the motion. I'm about to die, Pastor. I want to see my kids. I said, stand still. The deliverance of the Lord is coming in your way. But if you kick the door in, if you kick the door in, if you force your way in anything, God will not be glorified. we got to learn to let the Lord fight the enemy and not let the enemy fight us. Not let the enemy in and fight us. We need to trust God. We need to build our relationship with God. It could be family strife. It could be a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, your son dates or your daughter dates. It could be another family that's trying to attack your family. You just need to say, Lord, The enemy is attacking, and I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to make it. It could be people trying to destroy your life, attacking your ministry. It could also be a habit or an addiction that you might have this morning that's slowly killing you, that's slowly destroying you. Me and Mary stopped for some Sprinkled Donuts for our Sprinkled Donut Monday holiday. I have started a new holiday in America called Sprinkled Donut Day. And it's every Monday, guys. Sprinkled Donut holiday is every Monday. Because when you start your Monday with a Sprinkled Donut, how can you have a bad day? Sprinkled Donuts make smiles on your face. Lita went on vacation and found me a Sprinkled Donut Uh, A Christmas tree ornament for my Christmas tree. It looks so real, I almost ate that thing. (laughs) Me and Mary went over to the donut place. And this girl, she was so spaced out on drugs. She was talking to herself. She was talking to the door. She was talking to the window. She was pulling her shirt over her head. She was slapping herself. She was slapping somebody else. She was all messed up on dope. And I said, girl, you got a problem? She said, "Uh uh-uh. Some people have an addiction. Some people have a problem. And they don't realize that the enemy has blinded them that there is a problem. Until it's too late. Till he can destroy you. Until they're so far away from God with no hope. Don't lose hope this morning, brothers and sisters. The Lord said to Moses, verse 15... When you when are you crying out to me, tell the Israelites to move to the right. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the, the the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea onto dry land. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptian so that they will go after them. I will see I will see game Glory through Pharaoh and his army, through the chariots and the horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the angels of God who were traveling in the front of the Israel army withdrew and went behind them. The pillars of clouds also moved from behind into the front of them, coming between the army of the Egyptians and Israel. Throughout the night, the clouds of darkness to the one side, to the light, and the other side, no, so neither went near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hands over the sea. All night the Lord drove back the seas with strong winds and turned it to dry land. The water was divided and the Israelites went through the sea to dry land with the wall of the water on their right and on their left. What we see here is Moses parting the Red Sea saving God's children God's got your back folks he's got your back it may look like there's no way to cross it may look like there's no way through it may look like there's no hope but God has got your back it may look like the enemy set it all up and you're about to be destroyed but I'm here to tell you it's not a setup for you it's a setup for him come on somebody it's not a setup for you it's a setup for him Let me bring you up to speed on this story. Moses leads the slaves, and and he's leading them, and and, and Pharaoh wants them back. And Pharaoh's chasing them, and he's got his army, and he's got his chariots. He's got everybody on their heels, and they run up to the sea. And they're like, oh, my goodness, we should have just stayed. Now we're going to die. And the Lord said, take them through. God is going to bring you through. And so now they're going through and they're traveling through and and here comes the army and they think they're going to be destroyed but all of a sudden the Lord let them get through and closed up the sea on Pharaoh's chariots and army and enemies. The Lord is about to close. Let me bring English to your world. The Lord is about to close the door on the enemy in your life. And somebody needs to rejoice over that at this very moment. Because if you've ever been through something so hard, maybe an addiction, maybe a heartbreak, maybe maybe it's something so hard that you knew that the only way you got through was the good Lord saved you. There are some in here today that could raise their hand right now and say, the good Lord saved me. I was that girl at the store. I was the one who needed 911 called on me. I was the one who had a problem and didn't even know I had a problem. The good news today, you can have victory over your addictions, and you can have victory over your finances, and you can have victory over your cancer, and you can have victory over whatever you need victory over in Jesus' mighty name today. I wish somebody would believe that today. God has showed up so much in my life, that I got to show up now. God has delivered me so many times that how can I not believe him for today? Today is the day of victory. Today, this hour, this minute, this time, this place is the day of victory. Salvation is not tomorrow. Deliverance is today. I was at the auction on Thursday and and I was there, and I was ordering me a hamburger in the hamburger window at the little thingamajiggy, and a concession stand, and someone laid their phone down, and it was a beautiful 23-year-old girl from West Texas. She had a 5-year-old or a 3-year-old son. She had just gotten killed in an automobile accident. She was beautiful. Her name is Amber. She was beautiful. And I I, I grew up in West. Rex is from around there. Mary's from there. I I wanted to see if I knew her. But Billy, what I thought thought to myself was, not do I know her, but does she know Jesus? I started again and to plead, man, I pray she knew Jesus. She just got killed in a car accident. I pray she knew Jesus because if she didn't know Jesus, she's going to hell. If people don't understand this today and they never get it tomorrow, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior when you die, you don't die and go to heaven. You die and you go to hell. I began to realize, Pancho, do I know this girl? And then it didn't even matter if I knew her. I was wondering if she really knew Jesus, the one that can save everybody, the one that can deliver everybody, the one that wants to love and have a relationship with everybody. Can I say this to some of you people today? I said everybody. God wants to have a relationship with the blacks, the whites, the browns, the yellows. The ones that are deep in sin right now. Living in homosexuality. Living in sin. Living in alcoholism controlled by drugs or addiction or pornography listen to me god just didn't die on that cross so he could have a relationship with us because we're special he wants to have a relationship with everybody because they're his children and he shows you right here that he parted the red sea to get all of his children through that's why it's not smart for you to be a racist that's why it's not smart for you to to try to hate one nation and and love another it's it's smart for you to hate the enemy and love jesus I'm going to let somebody get some of this and I'm going to go home now Pharaoh is saying I got them right where I want them they're trapped there's nowhere for them to go most of the time when you hear the word trapped and you think somebody's trapped you feel like they're surrounded like there's no escape it's because they have The ups because they feel like somebody has the upper hand on them, like that, like they have favor when somebody's speaking those words. It's with that sense of superiority, with confidence, with assurance. Can I say this to you? The enemy thought he had you, but he didn't. Ah! The enemy thought he had you, but he didn't. Somebody ought to get excited. Lao, you are the screen boy. You but bound for hell till you found that track in that gas pump. Lao got saved by finding a track that some Christian left in a gas pump. He pulled that track out of there and he got saved. He'd been saved ever since. The enemy thought he had, brother Lao, but God had a plan for him. He ran out of gas and needed some gas, and God not only filled his car up, he filled his life up. That's for Cody, because Cody would be hopping around if he was here today. When somebody speaks the word uh, like they got you, how many ever felt like the enemy's got you? And you start to speak that over your life. Let me say this to you. When you speak that over your life, you start to destroy your life. When you start to believe you're done, listen. When you start to believe you're done, you're done. When you start to believe that you're dead, you're dead. When you start to believe that the cancer is going to take over your body, the cancer is going to take over your body. That's exactly what Pharaoh was thinking. He thought he had the upper hand. He thought that he had them in a place where all hell was going to break loose against them. He thought that he had them. And I'm going to tell you right now, Satan was laughing. He thought he had the upper hand. He was laughing when Jesus was on the cross, but he thought, oh, it's over. When Jesus was hanging on that cross and he bowed his head and he said, it is finished. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Satan was laughing. (laughs) We got him. Oh, but in three days there was good news. (laughs) Oh, but in three days there was good news. We've all been there. In fact, I'm talking to some people who are here right now. You're out on assignment. You were told to preach. You were told to go and do this and told to go do that. And now the enemy's got his eyes on you. He's attacking you. Every arrow is formed at you. But let me say this. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. He told me to tell you today that it looks like you've been set up, but God's just setting up the enemy. He told me to tell you today that what looked like the worst circumstances you've been facing in your entire life, God is about to thrust you into a brand new glory, a brand new anointing, a brand new level, a brand new place of faith that you've never been. How many know that God can take you to a place of faith where you have never been? Hey, watch this. People want to know the Maywaker. People want to know the waymaker, uh, the Waymaker, my d'exlexia kept in, however that goes. People want to know the way maker, but they don't want to go through a hard way. People want to know the God that delivers them, but they don't want to go through any sickness. People want to know the healer, but they don't want the heartache. It feels like you're surrounded. Like the enemy is coming close and he's pressing you on every side. We've all been there. In fact, I know I'm talking to some people that are there right now because God told me to preach this message. It may look like you've been set up, but God is fixing to rescue you. Let me go ahead and say this to you. God sent an angel to protect you. God sent an angel to protect you. I know it sounds crazy, I know you think the enemy is closing in on you, but God is sending protection all around you. I wouldn't be where I am today without my enemies. (laughs) Thank God for them today. Thank God for the enemies today. Thank God that I was hooked on alcohol at one time in my life. I don't ever want my kids to take a drink. But I can get down there and love on the alcoholic. I can put around my arms around somebody that don't know how to cope and let them know I know someone that can help you cope with anything. Thank God for those who persecuted us. Because they may look like an enemy one day, but they'll be a friend tomorrow. I wish somebody would get that today. I wouldn't be where I am if my, enemy did, my enemies didn't help elevate me to where I am today. So I come to tell you today, don't give up because your breakthrough is today. Right now, Pastor Mark, it can be. Maybe in an hour, yes, it will be. Don't lose focus today. I was going through something a while back. Didn't think I was going to make it. Called up a preacher friend of mine. See if they was hiring. Y'all hiring? No, man, what's going on? Told him what I was going through. Told him I didn't think I was going to make it here. He said, God didn't bring you this far to leave you. (laughs) I'm laughing a lot today. I'm laughing at the enemy because he tried to destroy everything. Touch three people and say, God didn't bring you this far to leave you. Shake somebody on your right say, God didn't bring you this far to leave you. He didn't bring you out of the water to let you drown. He didn't bring you out of bondage to make you a slave to Satan. I come to tell you today, help is on the way. That victory is yours. And it's closer than you might think. Oh, I could go on all day, but I'm not. Y'all can thank me later. I could tell you story after story after story of how God has showed up. But you know that already. Share those stories with other people. God said for me to tell you, he's heard your cries, he's seen your tears, that help is on the way, that your enemy is going to elevate you. He's not going to destroy you. There's a miracle in the making. Uh, In the text today, the children of Israel found themselves in a predicament, in a bad situation, in a trap. I know we're faith people, but there are sometimes we just need to be honest with each other. We've all been there where we felt like we weren't going to make it. Sometimes we are there because of our own foolishness. Woo! I'm stepping on toes now. Sometimes y'all are in a place because of your own foolishness, your own choices. Touch somebody and say choice. I had a friend go to jail the other day. He called me and said, hey, man, I'm in jail. Will you pray for me? I said, yeah, what would you do? He said, well, I got caught with a little baggie. He said, I'm looking at five years. He said, it wasn't mine, though. I said, were you using what was in it? Well, pastor, you know I can't lie to you. Well, it was yours then. The enemy set it there on the passenger side seat because he knew that you had gotten out of church. He knew that you had gotten away from God. He knew as long as it was sitting on the seat, you were going to partake of it. I said, but it's not too late for you. I said, ask him for a rehab program. Ask them for a 90-day treatment center. Ask them for a six-month treatment center. I'll call Chris. I'll call the judge. I'll call somebody. God will rescue you, but he's not going to rescue you so you can go find another little baggie. I said, quit being a fool. Don't sometimes you wish you could just say, quit being a fool? We're supposed to tell people sometimes. We're being so foolish. We're being so foolish. Ha! <laughs> foolish. We're being so foolish. Our foolish nature brings the enemy our way. Our foolish ways can bring the devil into our lives. Sometimes we're in this situation because of foolishness. Sometimes it's because of wrong choices, wrong actions, wrong associates, wrong instructions. But sometimes there is no explanation but the devil. We have an adversary who hates us. And he's intending on destroying our lives. What does he want to destroy, Pastor Mark? Us physically, emotionally, financially, and spiritually. He wants to destroy your marriage and your family and your friends. And he'll stop at nothing to get that done. But I got great news today. God didn't bring you this far to leave you. And it's time to hit our knees and to cry out to our Father. And ask him to help. Whatever the reason, you feel like we're trapped today, we can hit our knees and call out to the Father. Somebody I'm talking to do today, you're in the best church in the whole wide world. And I'm trying to tell you early this morning, you've been crying out for God to deliver you for help, and it looks like you ain't going to make it, but you're going to make it. Rex, would y'all come play something? play something granny would you slide up here can we come and play something because i'm coming to tell you today that there's nothing that god can't do there is nothing that god can't do who hears me today there is nothing that god can't do there is nothing that god can't do the trap is not set for you richard shemaine The trap is set for your enemy. Pharaoh thought he had them. He thought he had them. God parted the Red Sea. He took off running. They were going. And God said, you know what? I'm going to let them get through and I'm going to close this thing up. God is going to close up the enemy in your life at this very hour. Somebody believe that with me this morning. Are there any saints this morning that will believe that with me? That God is going to deliver Today, every head bowed, every eye closed. Come down to this altar right now. Get up out of your seat. Come down to this altar. Come down here and say, God, I need your help. Don't wait for somebody else to get up. You get up. You say, God, I need your help. Come on, right now. This is the hour. This is the day. You want to be drug-free? Come down here. Come on. Come take a knee and let me pray over
1: you
0: when i rise come right now in the morning when
1: i rise give me jesus
0: have you ever felt outnumbered if you're feeling me outnumbered me today jesus. come on if you're feeling outgunned come on give me jesus you're feeling like the underdog. Well, you can have
1: all this world. Just give me
0: Jesus. Say hey, where you at. I want to pray over you. Ask God to take it from you right now. Ask God to help you right now. Father God, we come. We come at this very hour. We come needing a touch from you this morning. Father, we need a touch in our health. For the ones that came that are sick, Father, touch them right now. Father, people got up and they came down here because... They need your provision, Lord. They need their finances touched. Father, we pray for the brothers and sisters that are up at this altar that don't know where their next meal's coming from. Father, would you open up the floodgates of heaven and pour down on them right now because they came. Just because they came. Just because they walked down here by faith. someone's struggling with alcohol, someone's struggling with drug addiction, someone's having a marriage problem, Lord touch them right now, touch them right now Father, in Jesus name Father, Rex couldn't have picked a better song, just give me Jesus, Jesus come into this place, come into this church, come into this hour, set your people free, we are no longer slaves to the enemy. We are no longer slaves to Satan. We are free, and we are free indeed. Rise, you are free. Rise, you are free. Rise, you are free. God is on the throne.
1: You Jesus. Jesus well, You can Have All this World Yes you can Have All this world Yes you can Have All this world Just give me Jesus. Let's give God a
0: praise this morning. Let's give God a praise this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Rex will you close us out in prayer my brother I want to say this before he prays this is a permanent victory today somebody receive that in your spirit this is a permanent victory today this ain't no temporary God I serve this is a permanent God that I serve somebody asked me to pray for Clancy we're praying for Clancy y'all pray for me and i'll be praying for you in the morning they're gonna take this cancer off of me and i'm believing it's off of me right now this morning
1: everybody stretch your hands forward How many know how important it is to pray for our pastor? Nobody on this earth knows how much he goes through because he wears everybody's burdens on his heart. And y'all, reach your hands forward, all you saints. You know, it says laying on of hands. And Father, we ask, Lord, that you just heal our brother in a mighty way, Father God, that you pour a fresh anointing on his life, Father God. And Lord, I ask, Lord, that you will just raise him up in freshness of glory, Lord. We all go through certain things for certain reasons. Even Paul had a thorn in his side. Nobody ever knew what it was, Lord, but we all have thorns, and we thank you for that, Lord. Like Pastor said, thank you for the enemies in his life, Lord. Enemies isn't always people. It's afflictions and things we go through, Lord, and we go through them for a certain reason, Father. And I ask, Lord, that you reveal this to my brother in a mighty way, Father, and let him reach out to all those in the world, Lord. And I thank you for his heart, And his love that he has for you, Father. The driving force that causes him to do what you need him to do, Lord. And Lord, just bless him with all the sacrifices he makes for you, Father. Just bless him with peace in his heart, Father. And just thank you for removing this from his body, Lord. And Lord, we just ask, Lord, that you just keep us all safe, Lord. In Jesus' name, thank you for this man of God, Lord. Amen.